Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The Mariah Report. Back in time. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Back in Time. Oh, we're going back to a wonderful, loving, loving time. We're going back in time to revisit a a time that we've already (laughs) talked about. Right. A revisit back in time moment. Yeah. Um, But this one, we're going a little bit more in depth. Yeah. Um, Because our very first podcast ever was on Mia and Mariah, dot, 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 the elusive chanteuse. Mm-hmm. And we talked about You Are Mine. Yeah. But here we are again. Yeah. Revisiting. Well, Dan brought up the topic and I felt like we should revisit it because I, I also listened to it right. post, like recently. And I was just like, oh my God, I love it. It gets better with age. Yeah. And it's perfect for this time of year, obviously. Yeah. And all the hearts and things and Valentines and sh- like that. Uh huh. Um, but no, it's like. I guess it's the anniversary. It is. Yeah. Because it uh, was released 2014, February 12th. 12th. It went digital. Right. So yeah, here we are. What is that? Three years later? What's Seventeen, seven, six, five, three, so three. Three years later. Three years later. I don't know, man. Yeah. But three years later, here we are, and I fully, fully love this song. No, I At really first. Yes. I really didn't. Well, I didn't like it because Me I thought neither. she was punking us. Yeah, I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, because it's a heartbreak song, and at the time, I was, I didn't really think the the divorce to Nick was coming. Right. So I, was I like, thought Why is she. Yeah. Well, I thought she was just like thinking, let me do a We Belong Together-esque song because that's the theme that people like to buy. Uh-huh. Then I was like, are you lying to me, Mariah? About like, this girl, song? Wh- who you, who's yours, mine, eternal? Yeah. What's going on I here? I can't live without you. You know, but yeah. here's... Well, I didn't even think about it in that term. I thought about it in um, the respect of like, okay, this is supposed to be your big single mm. for the album that's coming out. It's already been delayed. Because think about it, like, in 2013, yeah, we had beautiful. Yes, I still to this day it's like on rotation on my iPod all the time. Oh, love it! And then we had Art of Letting Go, mm-hmm. and then we have the to me is the official first single of Me I Am Mariah, the elusive Chanteuse is Your Mind. And I felt like, oh my God, Art of Letting Go and Beautiful are way better than Your Mind. Yeah, how is she going to release this sappy ballad? As like the first big hit. And I was like, it's not a hit. No. I'm not happy. Well, I just felt like hashtag beautiful and Art of Letting Go were meant to catch fire. Just to create buzz for the album. And they just never did anything. So they kept trying to... But Beautiful did do something. It was a nice summer radio hit. It got to like number 13 or something on the charts. 
Yeah, and that's not bad. 15. That's not bad, but you need a, a follow-up. Yeah, what was it? What was it? <laughs> I don't remember. Was it 16, maybe? I think it was... A, One it, of them. It's like 17. It wasn't top 10. It wasn't top 10. But you, but even that's not horrible, but you need a follow-up single instantly to like blow it out the water. Right, but then and the follow-up single wasn't going to come because the arm incident happened. No, I know. I know you know. We all know. That's but why I, I feel like beautiful, even though it's on me, I am Mariah, is like from a different era. You can't call that the first single. No, I know. When the album didn't come out until like a year and a half later. Yeah, yeah, I know. So this is the lead single. But I still feel like this is the third single. Because, I mean, we can argue that as much as you want, but like, you know, the single is, it's not, I mean, it was so long ago. I know. Like the whole era was a mess era. Yeah, for various different reasons yeah. that we didn't even know Valid what was going reasons. on behind the scenes. Right. Okay. So. So this comes out. This comes out. I'm not happy because I think it's too slow of a song. It's a ballad. Mm -hmm. It's not going to do well. And I was like, okay, it's cute. And I did have it on repeat for quite some time. And then the remixes came out and I was like, okay, yeah, they're cute. Like it, like it, like it. But I need now, right before the album drops... I need a big hit single. Yeah. And that didn't happen. No, I agree. So that's sort of why the whole project went underwater. But I think it was like a it it was a misjudged decision because the climate at the time is Rihanna and Beyonce were burning up the charts. Because people were in the club having yeah. having fun. Well, yeah, and that's why Mariah did all those damn remixes, which are really good. They are great. Um and we're going to talk about those later because there's a lot going on with those remixes. Mm -hmm. um, just love, love, love all the way around. Um, okay, but let's start off the top of this era of this single. First of all, on New Year's Eve 2013, um, she announced that the single was coming in February. Yeah. Um, and you know how Mariah always likes to release a single in February and it's going to be like a love song. Like mm -hmm. she did that with uh, Thank God I Found You. Mm -hmm. She did that with Lil L-O-V-E, My Love, then this. She keeps it festive. And she keeps it festive. And now now I can't, or I don't. It's coming, coming out in February. Yes. So she likes the love song February theme, mm -hmm. which I'm cool with. Um, but then we get the song. She does a million promotional visits all over the place. She does live performance, mm -hmm. all kinds of crazy things. I mean, not crazy things, crazy good things. Because you think, wow, she's really in the heat of it. She's out there promoting. She's showing face. She's giving us talk. She's giving us singing. She's giving us cleavage. Mm -hmm. This is looking really good. Promotion-wise. I feel like she got a lot of flack for the promotion, though. Well, how so? There's a lot of, like, shade. Like, people just wanted to come. Because it was post-American Idol. Right. And we hadn't seen her since. So there's, like, a lot of American Idol talk. That was you were big... horrible. She was like shading them. Like it just seemed like there's a lot of negative energy in the air. Every with interview, Idol. yeah. But and well, Nicki yeah, Minaj was being brought up. So, because there that was like just a big negative thing. Yeah, but I think in hindsight, Mariah came off looking bad, or they made her come off looking bad. I don't. I didn't get that. I think I thought everything was great. Mariah being all over the place. Oh, I no, I loved seeing Mariah. On Idol. I mean, I don't care what they're talking about. Um. I mean, I guess, yeah, some people can see it as Mariah being an ungrateful person for, but I don't see it that way because they did Mariah dirty on American Idol. No, and why I know. should she not be able to just 
discuss her, you know, her issue with them. No, I know. You know, like everybody just always keeps this Hollywood stuff. Hush, hush. Mariah ain't trying to play that game. They did her dirty and she's going to let you know about it. Yeah. No, so. I agree. But I felt like, <laughs> but I felt like the, all the interviews weren't about Mariah's new single. Like the juice was the Nicki Minaj fight. Well, yeah, but sometimes you got to work off of that to, you know, you got to take that and then flip it around and use it the way you want to yeah. mention your single and stuff like that. Yeah, but I feel like there's a negativity in the air, not, oh, here's Mariah Carey, the singer with a new album. Okay, well, I didn't get it. I didn't buy it that way. I think I was just more excited just to see her out and about because it'd been, it'd well, been yeah. a minute. I know. You know. Of course we're excited. Yeah. I don't know, but... Anyways, so the song comes out. Now, I remember when the first when the song first leaked, it's because um, it went digital and came out like on iTunes on February 12th. But earlier, like maybe like a week and a half earlier, it had leaked and audio of it had leaked mm. because she performed the song for the BET Honors. Oh, yeah. And yeah, she yeah. taped that on February 8th. Yes. And so like I get well, I guess that's not even a week before, but couple of days before it had leaked mm -hmm. so we got like a really bad audio clip of it mm -hmm. so by the time it came out i was already thinking like oh i don't know about this it's right. just it's too it's not upbeat enough yeah you know but when the song did come out we got it in all its full glory i was i was okay with it i was like all right i like it she gives us that nice high note a lot of the vocals are that breathier vocal um but I, like towards the end, we get yeah. that high note. I'm okay with Mariah breathy vocals. No, me too. I now I like the song a lot. When I listen to it now, I'm like, okay, this is actually a really cool song. I can, yeah. I can jam out to on the it album. It really is. It suits the album really well. Well, you know when I think I really came around to it is when the album came out, Same. and I heard it in the context of the album, as opposed to like this standalone song. Song, but also we knew that it's a it was a um a legitimate feeling she was feeling. Yeah. Rather than I'm faking it right. to sell some records. She was definitely breaking up with Nick at the time. Yeah. And we didn't know it when the song single came out. They, <clears> they <throat> kept that thing under wraps real good. Yeah. There was, there was like secret swirling rumors, but there was no actual evidence because Nick would turn up here and there still yeah. on interviews. It was it was a weird time. It was a weird time. But you, okay, so I but this song lyrically to me is almost Mariah saying, like, I want to leave you, but I can't because, like, you're eternally mine. Like, oh, I you know what as, I mean? No, I hear it as they're already gone. Really? Like, you'll always be my baby. Like, you're gone, but you'll always be mine. Okay, I see that. I always was looking at it like, oh, I don't know. I think when I listen to it in the sequence of the album, it's like, I really can't deal with you anymore, but mm. I can't let you go. Because there's so many great memories and all of this. That's how I sort of looked at it. But And it's like it's like breaking her heart because she wants to leave, but she can't. Because she's like, I can't leave this. Like, look at all this great. You're mine. Like, we're eternally together. Well, see, see, after the album came out, I was reading it as Nick was gone already. Always somewhere but not there for me. Like, he already was gone. No, and because, she knew that in the relationship. She's like, okay, he's gone from me. Like, we're not together anymore. No, because even when she says always somewhere but not there for me in Faded, she's talking about him physically just not being a part of the marriage. He's still there, but he's just not part of the marriage. Like, you're always there, but you're not there for me. Always somewhere, but, but it faded. Not there for like me. the title faded. Like he's faded out of the relationship. 
And no, she can he's see not that. gone yet. She sees it coming because you're like, you're not there. Yeah. But I don't think he's technically out of the picture yet. I can imagine Nick just not being around for a while and saying, oh, like well, being like really cold to her. And so she's she can read that as we're breaking up. And your mind eternal is just her expressing herself. She's already in it. She's accepting it. This is how she accepts what's happening. Okay. In the, in the separation. Okay, but remember, these songs were written a year or more before the divorce actually came. Or the separation actually came. Yeah, but th- but these are the so warning she, signs. Yeah, but that's that's what I think your mind is. Yes. Is a warning sign. Like, I really want to leave you, but I'm not gonna because you're mine. Huh. That's what I think. I mean, you, you, I don't know, Lance. You let us know yeah, what you, you think. help us. There's so many ways you can interpret it. And yes. like, you know, that's when, like as a standalone song, that's why I'm saying when it when you listen to the flow of the album and where it lies in the album, yeah, I think that's the, the, the viewpoint I take with this song. It's like, I, you're mine, even though this is not going well, you, you, you know, Huh. I just can't let you go. Interesting. I I see it differently. Well, now we got to go back and listen to it, Martin. Because we started <laughs> with "Cry" in the album and faded. Like there, the, that's the the story has begun. Like we're we're done already. We're broken up. And no, so that, those are just the cracks of it happening. Those are the cracks. The cracks are getting bigger. You know when Oprah says, "You know, yes. you get like a pebble upside the head, then yeah. you get the brick." You know, it's all coming. It's all coming. Like, I don't think they're actually, like, gone. But this is not, Mar- not Mariah's first relationship. So I right. bet she already knows what's happening, what's about to occur. She can, she's foretelling. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Okay, so Mar- like I was saying, Mariah was doing all this promo talk for the song. And she went on MTV to premiere the music video. Mm-hmm. And Sway was interviewing her and he was and you know this is the interview where Mariah's doing the interview and then Nick comes out all of a sudden she's like stop stealing my spotlight like mm-hmm. and then she sits on him yeah and like that moment and you can sort of tell that something's not right there right like their energy is just off but he's like oh are any of the songs on the album like is Nick the inspiration for them and she's like no uh-huh. no why is everything got to be about him right it's not about him and I was like oh lord this is a relationship going down the drain right here. Right. Mariah's not happy. Mariah is not happy. And that was the first telling. And that was like right there in February. And obviously by the time the album came out. Right. Like they were, she had locked the door and threw away the key. Right. So, but I just thought that was interesting. That she's like, no. But he's like, because he was like, oh, Mariah. I like, then Nick said something like, Oh, like I was listening to these songs and I was like, damn, Mariah, what did I do to you? Why are you writing songs like this? Mm. And she's like, it's not always about you. And that I think is tagging along to what you're saying. Mariah's been in other relationships. She sort of sees where it's going. This is not, even though it is a very personal album, I feel like not everything is literal with Mm. her and Nick's relationship and the deterioration of it. Although I do think Your Mind is a representation of one of those small cracks. Yeah. But now that we're talking about it out loud, I think the whole promo tour is when I started to think, huh, something's up here. This yeah, me strange. too. Just, just the way she was talking about him and him 
Yeah, just like yeah. watching them. Remember, and then like it was around the time of the NBA finals. Yes. And then it was going to be Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And then Mariah was referring to him in all of the interviews she was doing, which were dozens. As the abandoner. As the abandoner. Yes. And it's just like, and that's where she's getting that from is like, you're always somewhere, but not there for me. Uh-huh. So like all of that, like Mariah's already feeling all of that stuff, yeah. but they're still not divorced. They're still not separated. Right. So that's why I feel like there's not really one song on Mia and Mariah that's really like the final breakup song. No. Because they they didn't leave each other until after the album was already done. Yeah. And this was around the time that you and I met. Yeah. Was the album had just done like the iTunes play maybe? Yes. Or maybe like just came out. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I said to you when we were like, hi, you're a lamb. I'm a lamb. You're a lamb. We're getting divorced, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was, I, I remember. I remember. Because the album came out. I was like, oh, we're divorcing. Yeah. Yeah. Before we got announced, before it was officially announced. Uh huh. Because yeah. you can just tell by the songwriting. You can tell this was all going downhill. Yeah. And these little things that Mariah was, you know, after, you know, whatever, four, five years of seeing them together in all these interviews and anytime they talked about each other, you could see Mariah was no longer talking about him in that, oh my God, I love him to death sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like she was more like, oh my God, he's annoying. And he's abandoning me. And she, but she played it off as almost like a joking type of thing. Yes. You know, and that is like her way of releasing that without coming across as a mean person or like spilling all of her business out, out there in the world. Yeah. She sort of like jokingly played it all off, but you can tell it was very obvious. Well, she was frustrated in the relationship. Yeah. And that's when she does the really good songwriting. Exactly. That's how we got Your Mind Eternal. But again, because this album was written like two years before they even separated, this obvious, this relationship was obviously deteriorating much, you know, uh, much earlier than we had ever anticipated. Well, the first warning sign, I think Wendy pointed it out, was they didn't renew their vows that year. Um, I, I mean, I, Wendy didn't have to point that one out to I know. me, honey. Yeah. I had my calendar was marked, <laughs> and I was like, um, "What are we doing this year? What are we doing this year? Oh, nothing. Oh. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay. So, and, and then Mariah was doing all those interviews, and she was like, "Oh, Nick's not going to be there. He's the abandoner." Yes. Um, but then he did end up coming back and surprising her later, later in that night, that evening. And then she took those pictures in the Valentine, in the, in the heart bra, Mm -hmm. the candy heart bra. Yes. Remember that? And then he bought her a necklace, a diamond necklace that with, with the heart and it said, you're mine in it. Right. And it's like, bitch, you're trying, but it's not help. It's not helping. You're just showing face. You're just showing face. Yeah. It was all downhill. Yeah. From like this time to the album release. It was all ending. Yes. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why the promotion for this album wasn't good. It's she, honey, she, has, she has other things to deal with. Yeah, like she real life, life going on. Real life things. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So we're not even playing that game. Um, so like, and I understand that. That's perfectly fine because I got a beautiful album that I'm always going to treasure fr- from it. So I'm good. I'm good. Okay, but now but, we're but, talking but, so much about what's going on around. We're not even talking about this song anymore. Well, the point is, the song got better once we found out the real facts. 
true. And then, because you know when I think right before the album came out, she, um, you know, in the very, very beginning of the song, she lights a match. Yes. And then, like, she's whispering something. Right. I can't exactly remember what it is. I think that was one of the last things she added to the album. Because mm-hmm. I remember when she Instagrammed that that picture of her, like, lighting the match in front of the microphone. Right. And then, like, letting it burn out. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, it's over now. Mm-hmm. But I think that she ad- added that was one of the last, like, finishing touches to the album as a whole. But yeah. now it's, like, the intro to the song. Right. Um, can we talk about the video? Yes. Video, video, video. Now, what did you think? I thought it was interesting... In a good way or a bad way? Um, I I was happy to see Mariah. Yeah, me too. And I thought it was kind of the mermaid thing was kind of cute. Boobs. Yeah, I mean there were some really cute shots in there. L- let's not lie. Yeah, but, but nothing was really happening. There was nothing really happening. Now the video was shot in the Puerto, Puerto Rican Rico. jungle. Yeah, I didn't even know they had a jungle down there. But hey, yeah. Um, and it was shot. Um. Directed, co-directed by Adrani, right. who is one half of the photographer group Adrani and Klinko, something like or that, or something like that. And, and they did all like the, the, the Mimi photos yeah. and and other a couple other things. Yes. Um. So I was like, oh, this is going to be really great. They had visually. a reality. Yeah, they had a reality series on Bravo. Those oh, photographers. I think you told me that. Yeah. I never watched. It, it. was kind of interesting. They do have like a a particular style and a look. Yeah, and I like it. I like. It I too. like it. Like um. So that's why I thought like this was going to be really, really big and like over the top. And, you know, I was like, oh, promotions like right on point. Like mm. she's doing all this stuff. It really she looked it's a beautiful video. She looks but good. to me, yeah. it was just like a little underwhelming. Yeah. There's no but even line. looking back at it, I'm like, she's beautiful. So I love it. Now, I do think. They could have done something because she's always holding her breasts. Yeah. And you can see that like. She's wearing a top, and she's all glittery, and it's she's filled with glitter. The hair's gorgeous, mm-hmm. and she's holding her breasts constantly. It's just like I would have liked to have seen some shots where she wasn't holding her breasts. And there's that chair, and there's that chair, the and thing, she's by the water, and then she's in the water. The only thing is, like, this wasn't a, an original Mariah concept. Like we've all seen her on a chair, yeah. diving in the water. It was just a beauty video. It's Pretty one much. of those classic Mariah Beauty videos. Yeah, this could have been even a, the yeah. underwater shots. I think are gorgeous. I love those underwater shots. No, they're great. Yeah, and that was a, Mariah's idea, though. And that's the part that she, um, when she says she co-directed, that's what she directed. Yeah, because she was like, "Oh, all we had was just me in the forest, yes. and there was nothing to cut away to. Uh-huh. So I, I just went under the water with my cameraman, and we did that on our own at like five in the morning." Mm. So I'm glad they did those because those really added a lot. Mm-hmm. It helped round out a very boring video. Well, these days, anything with Mariah underwater, I just get honey vibes. Honey yeah. video. Or like swimming with dolphins yes. vibe. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, one, it's one of the two. <laughs> um, but I like that she had those little like wings on the back covered in gold glittery dust. Yes. It was cute. And then we had Trey Songs In the remix. Well, Trey Songs is in the regular video as well. Oh, yeah, you're right. But you're he's right. just there as a visual. Yes. Which makes no sense unless you know that there's a remix coming. Right. And I guess I knew that, and then he's in the remix video. So it works. It was fun. But I always thought like he was like, even like visually, he was like the Nick Cannon of this. Oh, of course. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like 
he I think he added a, a nice touch to the remix. I actually like him. I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. He was good. I liked his his little raps, his little moments. I did not like the auto-tune that they put on his voice at the very beginning. Yeah. There's like a heavy auto-tune. Mariah comes in a little bit and helps it. So it doesn't sound as bad as like the infamous song mm-hmm. with Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I like him on the remix. And I think he looks good. So I was like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Done and done. Um, But yeah. Well, Jungle in Puerto Rico. Well, the, the, I feel like there's no storyline to the video. That's the yeah, problem. there's no storyline. It just looked good. It's beauty. It's beauty shot. A photo shoot. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we got some great looks, but that's about it. Pretty much. It would have been nice if they, we did get an actual photo shoot out of it, like a magazine spread or something, right? To accompany it. Yeah. Well, I think that you know, with the whole visual and look of this, also we have to think about not just the music video, but also the artwork for the cover. Yeah. The cover was just like heart candies. Yes, those Valentine candies. Which is really cute, but like we need we need to see more. Cause the song is not that big club banger. Yeah. It, no, it's not like a, it's like that where you don't need Mariah's face on it because the song is like hot. Mm-hmm. This song is like, you know, it's middle of the road, great, but it's not like hot. So you should have put Mariah's face on there. Right. I think. So you like, know who it is. Yeah. And the remix singles do have Mariah's face on it, but it's just a shot from the music video. Yeah. Which I guess I'm fine with that too, but I don't know. I think the the visuals on that end could have been a little better. But I like the concept of it. No, I think it was super cute. Like, okay, so the, the album cover or the single cover is uh, the hearts. The candies, But what yeah. I loved the most is when she was going around doing all these radio promos, yes. she had like literally a box of candies and it had that cover on it. And I, I thought that is genius and super cute and amazing. Yes. I old, love it. I old, still have one of those boxes. Yeah. Well, it's like an old school promo yeah. thing that people that fans will like will die for. Oh my God. How I did still get... have that candy. It's probably rotting at home. How, that rot. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get it? Well, oh, because I went to I went to one of the, the I went to the BET yeah. where she premiered the remix video. Uh, but here's the thing. They filmed that in advance so when i was there they actually did not show us the video because it was before the video came out and everything right so i was like okay well great that we're all sitting here talking about it but we actually don't have anything to watch the bet with the dress with the red dress no 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 not that that's what's the black dress on the piano that's the bet honors where she taped that in Washington, D.C. Oh, right. But then she did a, a, an appearance on TV for the premiere on BET, and I went to that. Is that the one where she had, um, it's like that white-ish dress and like the silvery fishnet gown attached no, to the bottom? No, oh my God, you're you're getting all BETs mixed up. That was getting... the beautiful remix. Oh, it um, was, yes, yeah. yeah, 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 okay, you are. No, this, she wore like right. that simple red dress, almost like it, it was like a better version of the Jenny Craig interview dress. Oh, 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 yeah. And it was okay. just very simple. She just had a bunch of lambs with signs behind her. They talked about things. Um, it, I guess it's forgettable, and you really can't find it on YouTube, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm sure I have it somewhere, so if you haven't seen it recently, I'll... I'll put it up or something, but I have to make sure that I can even find it. But anyways, so she did that, the premiere for the remix video on BET. Right. uh, On 106 and Park. 
and I was there for that. And they were handing out everything. You got the Godiva chocolate, and you got the box of candies. And you got, like, big posters, too. But I didn't take one because I was like, it doesn't have Mariah's face on it, so I don't care. (laughs) No, for real. I was like, I don't care. Right. Like, what am I going to do with that? (laughs) <laughs> like I'm not a 12 year old girl. Uh-huh. Like if it has Mariah's face on it, then I can prominently display it in my adult grown male bedroom. <laughs> How did you um, find that? That she was doing that? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. Because I was I, here in the city. I had my Mariah radar on. I don't know how I came across that. I really don't. I remember I went there and I was like the only, I was not the only Mariah fan. There were a couple of big Mariah fans there because if you watch it, there's all fans behind her, but I'm not behind her because I didn't go there for that. I'm like, you can't even really see me. You can see me in one shot when they do, they show like me in one shot. But um, I don't know, but the, all the people who were there were all August Alzina fans. Oh. Do you know him? No. Some rapper. Okay. His album was coming out, and he was also a guest. So I had to sit through like three hours of him <laughs> before I could get my ten minutes of Mariah. Uh-huh. And nothing really happened. I mean, it was a cute little interview. The only thing that I mean, my inside scoop on that would be when Mariah first makes her e- entrance, mm. like the doors open, she comes out, and then like Bow Wow goes over to her and gives her like a greet and everything. Um, but she was like, oh, I think we should redo the entrance because that was my bad side. Mm. And well, when he went up to her or something, like he went to the, the wrong side. The and she side. was like, oh, you should come on the other side. So let's, <laughs> let's redo it. So that's it. I forget what exactly happened, but it was something like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Can we talk about the um, performance of Your Mind Eternal? Right. Okay. So the performance. I hated it. I liked it. I really thought it was good. I thought it was visually, you know what it was giving me looking at back at it now. I mean, when it was airing, you didn't know this because you didn't know the name of the album yet. Right. Um, she's very Chanteuse like. You know what I mean? Like so jazz I think club singer. Jazz club singer, very Chanteuse on top of the piano. The you know, the breasts are out. Yeah, I thought it was giving us like a, a nod or an homage to something like that. I get that, but I <sighs> was like, we know, like my lip sync goggles were on, and out she didn't give us like live. Um, there was there, like I anything think there live. Was one brief moment, um, which is not live, but it's probably just an alternate edit um, of a studio version. Yeah, she lip synced the hell out of it. The hell of it. And she just turns me off when she lip syncs because it's obvious. It is very, very obvious. So I'm at home going, everyone can see this. They can see what I'm seeing. See, but I don't think, with that, I don't think that people really look at it through that lens like we do. We, we, she could not sell me ice if I was an Eskimo. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just not buying it from you. Right. But I think, like, it was okay for her to lip sync in this situation. Number one, I just like the visual of it. I thought the stage was set nice. The the back with her and the big screen of her and Anthony Burrell dancing. Mm. Um, and then her just on the piano, I thought was great with the old school microphone. That if you knew it or not, was actually sewn to her glove. Was it? Yeah, it was sewn to her glove. So, like, she could not take, like, it she would not fall. It. She can't drop it. Um, and she was always holding it like that one way. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think she was holding it in her hand that was like half broken. And oh, like, right. You know, yeah, huh? you don't want to drop it. She had no grip. Yeah. 
So, but well, whatever. Clever. I don't know. I just think like you know. I just wasn't moved by it. I thought it wasn't interesting. She you kind know of what just, I like, thought? Rolled I, around. I don't even care if like she really lip sync it. But what I do care is that they could have like because if you look, there's like a whole band set up right in front of the big screens. Mm. So like Big Jim is playing on the piano and she's on top, and I think the imagery is gorgeous. And then like you have like the band, like like the drums, the keyboards, all of that stuff back there, but nobody's playing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you guys did a stripped down, like, acoustic of your mind, mm-hmm. even with lip synced vocals, that would have been amazing. More interesting. More yeah. interesting. Yeah. But I liked it. I liked it. I just recently watched it again because I was like, yes, girl, give me everything. I uh, thought it was, she was gorgeous. It was great. I don't know. I just remember cringing watching it. Oh, no, honey. I've seen worse. Oh, well, now we have. <laughs> so I, I'm a fan of it. I like it. It's like a moment, I think. Yeah, I think just really what got to me was the obvious lip syncing. Yeah, but I mean, I'm even used to that. I, I it doesn't bother me. I wasn't that used to it. Like now I expect it. Yeah. But back then I was hoping she'd... Because she needed to have a comeback moment at the same time. So I was thinking, why are you lip syncing? You need to be proving to the people you can yeah. see. But, you know, this is why I think... Mariah's never going to premiere a song singing it live because mm. just so much can go wrong. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. I was not I was not mad about that. It wasn't but, live live though. It was like she can say like, like three takes. Chop it up, make it look good. Yeah, I don't know. I also, you know, it's a, a hard because it's so breathy, it could be like a little more difficult for her to sing mm. live. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it's like. And then, like, when you're singing into a microphone sewn into your hand. Yeah. It could all be, like, a complicated mess. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Anyways. But I like the song now. I liked it. It, it, it Oh, okay. Because we're... Uh, well, let's talk about its chart working. And then we're going to talk about the remixes, which are amazing. Yeah. Okay. So, the song itself, it reached number 88 on the Billboard Hot 100, which gave her, like... Maybe her forty set. I think it was her forty sixth or forty seventh entry, mm. which is really good. Um, but it basically like immediately just fell off the chart, disappeared, disappeared like in days. Yeah, nobody which cared is really about sad. But I think if you again, lambs out there, go back and listen to the song, listen to the remixes. I think you're gonna like fall in love and like have a new appreciation for it. Oh yeah, I've been out in the club and they they'll play a club mix. I'm like, this is yes, really good. Because, you know, because there's that belting part of yes. I uh-huh. can't seem to. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh my god, and the remixes are so great. So okay, so we have a bunch of different remixes. We have Jump Smokers. Jump Smokers. Yeah. We have a Jermaine Dupree and some DJ house DJ from Germany or something. I don't even remember his name. Um, that one's not that good actually. Um, Jump Smokers is good. I but like the, the Jump Smokers. The, one. the um, I think it's Freddie Legrand mm. remix mm. might be my favorite. It is so good. And here's another little tidbit that I don't know if Lambs really know because again, I think we sort of like overlooked a lot in this era with this song. Yeah, the remix has a different vocal. Yeah, I know, right? She there sings is. a different line. She says um, at one point it's something something, and she's like, "Why is love like suicide?" Yes, that's not in like the yeah, yeah, album yeah. version, right? So I was like, "Oh my god, like that's amazing! It's yeah. genius! It works so much better." Yeah, and I wonder if that was like the original, like vocal. 
or if she decided to change it for the track for the dance for track. the dance track. I think it's I would bet to say that that was the original and she changed it for the album because like saying suicide in a song might not come across well. It can be controversial. Could be controversial for her. But if you're hearing it out in the club, you it know, would, you don't really see it that way. It can slip by. You know, mm-hmm. you're like dancing your ass off, you know. Yeah. So, the general public's not going to see it. Yeah. Or catch it, really. So anyways, I think all the remixes are great because I love when she's belting out. I love the repetition of the vocal. So good. Yeah. So good. I know. And, and you forget about these remixes, too. I know, but you cannot. You cannot no. sleep on this one, Lance. No, dig them up. Yeah, they're on iTunes. They're out there. Um, and this actually was her 17th number one dance song. Yeah. So it did something. It did something. And I wish she would head in this direction of more dance, upbeat, fun club like fun album get cuts the, though. get the booty shaking get the get the feet stomping and hands clapping yeah that's where it's i at. love it uh-huh. i love i mean i love all mariah but get me on a club mix yeah girl i'm in heaven because it shows you the club scene still live for her and love her yeah absolutely so make that your crossover into pop like you do a dance pop situation for an album it would be great. Yeah. It would be great because we know that she still can do it. Yeah. And I think this song in particular just lends itself for great club mixes because there is that big belting moment and then that high note mm-hmm. and like the, the energy is there. Right. So I really loved it. Yeah. I really loved it. I think it was a great song. I It has grown on me so much and my appreciation for it is mm-hmm. uh, uh, love. Yeah. Me too. Love. No, I love when it comes on the album. Yeah. I mean, when I listen to Me, I Am Mariah, though, I do like to listen to it from beginning to end. Same. Like, I don't like to, like, skip around. I kind of skip around. Sometimes Probably... I do, like, if I want to, like, hear Beautiful or, like, You Don't Know What To Do. Yeah. Um. I kind of end it at You Don't Know What To Do. No, I keep going. Because now I got it. Because then I got to get to money. I got to well, get like to money. heavenly. Well, well, I like got heavenly. You know too. what I mean? Yeah. I got to get to all of them. Then I got to have my moment with camouflage. You know. Oh, see, I, see, stop I can't. I can't stop. I can't stop that early on. Yeah. <laughs> I got to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great though. No, it's great. This this song is. Um, I just don't feel maybe it should have been a single. Especially the lead single. Well, there's so much. I mean, now we now that we have the had, but now have that the I album. have it, it's just like this song. If without it, the album wouldn't be right. Yeah, but the strongest singles that could have come off the album, like faded, right. So this would have been would have been a, a nice album. It would have been a nice surprise in the album. Yeah, like oh, this is a, this is a jam in here. Right. Didn't need to be a single. Faded would have been a great single. Oh my god, first single. Don't get me started. I know. I know. Don't We're just... going to have to do an episode just on Faded. We might have to revisit the Elusive Chanteuse album. Oh, we might have to because, you know. It's it, a good it's, one. It's such, the whole album as a whole, and especially this song, You're Mine, they are, you have to let them marinate. Yeah, they get richer with you know, time, like you, wine. And then you go and you're like, ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. This is the, the, the bouquet on this has opened up so nicely. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. It's so great. I know. It's so great. So... I just, I wanted to revisit it because it's a wonderful, wonderful song. Mariah's gorgeous in the video and it needs more love. It does. It does. And what better time to do it than its anniversary? Hello. <laughs> three years. Yeah. 
three-year anniversary. And we're probably going to have like a quiet February with Mariah. Yeah. So it's perfect. Dig it up. There we go. Uh-huh. We live the remixes. And it's on theme with like the new single, I Don't. Exactly. Make your own little compilation. It's all there. It's all all the love song. It's all the we belong together moment. Yes, exactly. It's all all the heartache. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, the heartache. Maybe that's what those candies are. Or the or the or the songs. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that covers it all for me. I think I, I've put my love out there for it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I love it too now. Like Yeah. And then also like w- when you go back and like listen to the song, go back, Lambs, and like do listen to all the interviews she did and everything because it's really looking back on those moments that tells you what's happening in Mariah's life. Mm. Just her personality, some answers to the questions she gives, Mm -hmm. that whole MTV interview, which you can find on MTV.com. It's like not on YouTube anywhere. Um, There's a lot going on. She, she spills a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I like that. And it makes me remember and recall these days of this happening and like, how I was like, oh, I was like a little saddened by like the whole like, oh, this isn't right. This isn't what she should be doing. Jermaine Dupree's like the horrible manager. Right. But looking back on it, it's like, okay, there was something <laughs> happening here. Yeah. Something. There was something going on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah. Guys, that's tell it. us your thoughts. Do you like the song? Do you hate it? Do you love yeah. it? Did it grow on you? Mm-hmm. Do you love the remixes? Yeah, that's it. Let us know. Chime oh, in. Yeah, at the Mariah Report on Instagram. That's where the party's at. Instagram, always partying over there. there. But it's, we're also on Twitter, it's Facebook. The club. Yeah, it's, Instagram is the club. It is the club. It's where all the fun <laughs> stuff happens. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we're also on Facebook. There's also like some nice conversational moments over there. Mm-hmm. You can always say your point of view there. Uh huh. Twitter. Twitter's good. We love an iTunes review. Yeah, we love that. That's our favorite thing. Mm-hmm. So if you have a moment, yeah, check us out. Tell your friends about us. Share us. And just for the love of Mariah, relive your mind. Especially the remixes. Yes. And the video. And the video. Dig it all up. All of it. Make yourself a package. Get yep. a drink of get, wine. Get ready to go and dive in. Uh-huh. Get your splashes ready. Tell everybody to be quiet. Uh-huh. It's a good time. Don't bother you. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh-huh. It's really, it's really a, a, an amazing moment. All right. All right, Lambs. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.